This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon, this is Marshall Davis. Today I'm going to talk about the Bible and non-duality. When it comes to Christian non-duality, one of the issues that is often raised by both inquirers and critics is its approach to the Bible. The non-dual attitude towards scripture is different than the traditional reverence that Christians have for the Bible. I am a Baptist by ordination and practice. Baptists don't have creeds like other Christian denominations, but we have confessions of faith which serve pretty much the same purpose. And invariably, the first item of faith in historic and contemporary confessions of faith are about the authority and inspiration of Scripture. In traditional Christianity, Scripture serves as the foundation for everything that a Christian believes and does. When Christians want to know what's true and what's not, they look to the Bible. Christians use words like authoritative and inspired to describe the Bible. Evangelicals and fundamentalists prefer stronger words like inerrant and infallible. Non-duality, on the other hand, is not about scripture. It's not about submitting to any religious authority, be it a book, or a clergy, or a church, or a creed. It's not about doctrine or ecclesiastical structure. And that's a problem for many Christians. Non-duality is about direct awareness. Nothing is taken on faith. Truth is discovered by direct investigation. Non-dual reality is not mediated through a book or words or ideas. It is apprehended directly. This is not unlike the way that the prophets, sages, and seers who wrote the Bible were inspired. The word came directly to them, and they recorded it in writing which was later then declared scripture. Non-duality likewise goes directly to the source. It does not accept truth second-hand or third-hand through religious professionals who interpret the sacred writings and tell the rest of us what they mean. That's like having your food pre-chewed for you so you can digest it easier. The justification for Holy Scripture is that it is unique because it was written by people who knew God firsthand. People like Moses who spoke to God face to face, the Scripture says, or prophets in the, Holy, in the Hebrew Scriptures, the Christian Old Testament, who could confidently say, Thus saith the Lord or even the apostles who were supposedly the sources behind the Gospels and who knew and heard Jesus firsthand. 
the idea is that first-hand experience of God is rare and only available to special people. Therefore, we better write it down. Write down what they said and preserve it so we don't lose it. You know, we ordinary folk can't be expected to know God directly like those biblical authors. So we have to settle for reading and accepting what they knew. That's how religion develops. Sacred authoritative scriptures became fixed and canonized when people lost touch with God. So they grabbed hold of whatever they could, which were the writings of people who had been in touch with God. And the people who are most insistent these days on the authority and infallibility and inerrancy of Scripture are those who do not know the divine. If they did, they would not settle for second best. They would go directly to the source. Jesus knew the source. Jesus was the source. For that reason, he didn't end run around the religion of his day, including its reliance on the authority of Scripture. In the Sermon on the Mount, he repeatedly quoted the Torah and then superseded it. He said, you have heard that it was said, and then he would quote a, a verse of Scripture, and then he would add, but I say unto you. He was proposing an alternative way that transcended Scripture. The Gospels say that the people who heard Jesus teach were amazed at his teaching because he spoke as one who had authority and not like the scribes and Pharisees. He spoke from first-hand knowledge. Furthermore, he said that we could have that first-hand knowledge. That was his gospel. That is one of the reasons the religious authorities had to get rid of him. I mean, you can't have a preacher saying things like that, encouraging people to go off on their own and not support the religious establishment with their tithes and their offerings and their attendance. Jesus did not come to set up a new religion with its own scriptures. He pointed people to see the divine for themselves. Come and see, he said. Follow me, he said. He would have been appalled that a religion developed around his name with religious professionals and institutions and buildings and a scripture that was described as inerrant and infallible. Christian non-duality restores the intent of Jesus by pointing people directly to the kingdom of God, just like Jesus did, and not going through the proper religious channels, just like Jesus did. Non-duality is a renegade gospel, just like Jesus' gospel. Now, is there danger in this direct approach? Of course. The danger is that anyone can say that they experience anything and they, they can start their own religion. I mean, that's how cults develop with all their dysfunction and abuse. But that danger is not avoided by having a sacred book. Because any person can say that they know what the sacred book means 
and they can make it mean whatever they want it to mean. The Gospel of Jesus is about direct awareness of the divine. Evangelicals talk about a personal relationship with Jesus. Pentecostals talk about a personal experience of the Holy Spirit. But when you look closer at what they say and how they say it, you see that those personal experiences are carefully controlled and defined in order to conform to official theology and tradition, which have no basis in first-hand experience. Traditional Christianity is a highway to heaven where people offer tickets to paradise if they believe the right things and they follow the rules. That's not what Jesus offered. Jesus advocated the road less traveled. He said, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. I'm not against scripture. I love the Bible. I read it daily. Scripture's good. A Pauline letter says that scripture is inspired by God and is useful in the spiritual life. And I agree. The Apostle Paul says that the, the Torah, the law, the Hebrew scripture of Jesus' day is like a guardian that is meant to bring us to Christ. It's not an end in itself. It points to something beyond itself. Jesus likewise said he did not come to destroy the Torah, but to fulfill it. The Apostle Paul said the scriptures are good, but superseded in Christ. Paul never would have dreamed that Christianity would turn around and make his own letters into scripture. There comes a time when we are no longer content with the glow that is reflected from the face of Moses. We want more than theological lectures and Bible studies. We want God. According to the scriptures, we have God. We have the mind of Christ, it says. If we have the mind of Christ, then why be dependent on others' ideas about God and descriptions of God? When we abide in the mind of Christ, we know that we are in Christ, that we are one with Christ, and in a mystical sense, we are Christ. Now that sounds, of course, like blasphemy, but Paul himself said it. He said, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The suggestion that we do not need authoritative and inerrant scripture also sounds like blasphemy to a lot of people. But as George Bernard Shaw said, all great truths begin as blasphemies. This mind of Christ is unitive awareness, or non-dual awareness, or Christian non-duality. This is what the Bible directs us to find. The Bible is a, a road map to get there. It's not in itself a destination. Let's follow where it leads instead of deifying the map.
The Bible points to the non-dual kingdom of God that Jesus proclaimed. Let us enter through the narrow gate that Jesus pointed out for us. Then we have fulfilled the purpose of Scripture. And there's no better way to honor the Bible than that. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.